0: Welcome to Modern Musicology. This is Alan. Tonight, rock and roll conspiracy theories. And joining me is a good buddy of mine, Ashley Rayburn. And now I can't hear you. You're muted. I'm muted. There we go. There, there, there you go. go.
1: Okay. That's, that's the biggest that, the, conspiracy. That was the uh the quote of uh of
0: 2020, right? You're muted? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have got all kinds of I mean, when you're talking about rock and roll, there are a million uh, conspiracy theories, urban legends, rumors, you know, all kinds of things that have gone around uh, from people who have uh, died mysteriously, people who supposedly have been murdered, um, all kinds of things, people who were Satanists you know, satanic messages laced in songs, all this kind of stuff. So we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of them. And to start us off, uh, one of the biggest conspiracy theories that has ever gone around is that Paul died and was replaced by an imposter. An imposter, yeah. So start us off, man. I mean, this is a subject that you have done a lot (laughs) of research on. Yeah. There's all kinds of amazing layers to this story. So... Get us started. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. So uh, I love this story, it, yeah. and
1: and it's it's so much fun to to hear uh people talk about it. The people who really like dig in, and the, the thing is, there are people that, like truly believe this. This isn't just like a conspiracy theory. That's like, yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. That. There are people that I mean, there there are a uh, a a pretty big sect of people who believe that the Paul McCartney from 1966 forward is someone new. So you, what what you really have to realize is that that Paul McCartney is way better than the old Paul McCartney, um, because he, they've done tons more stuff. I'm not saying the music's better, but I'm just saying, yeah, if that is true, there's this dude who's been going around as Paul McCartney for longer than Paul McCartney was Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, creating this music right Right. Um, i
0: mean not only not <coughs> only later beatles music but solo music all Wings of music, solo music everything is this imposter dude is this imposter right
1: <laughs> so <laughs> uh so the story goes that in 1966 um there was uh, i think when john was making how i won the war um <clears throat> there was a a um a recording session or a writing session i guess paul was in and ringo and george were there and and um Brian Epstein was really pressuring him to write songs. Right. And so he was upset. He got upset. John wasn't there uh, and all this stuff. So he ran off uh, or drove off um, late at, at one night um, uh, on a Wednesday night uh, at like, or it's Wednesday morning, really. It's like five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Uh, is the, the way the story goes. Uh, he drives off. Um, he picks someone up. He picks up a hitchhiker. Um, he's angry. And then, uh, he, uh, he drives and they both die. Right. So this hitchhiker, uh, this, 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 female hitchhiker, um, dies with him. Uh, now the truth in this is he really did have a car accident in 1966. Uh, uh it, it goes back and forth, a car accident or a motorcycle accident. There was an accident and you can see there's a scar as, as early as I think, uh, the, the picture from, uh, like the American album, Yesterday and Today, mm-hmm. uh, I think he has a scar there, and it's it's from that. Um, uh, and the car accident happened a little earlier than what they said. Um, mm. But um, so then they dis- he disappears, right? So after 66, uh, no one sees the Beatles. He, they're not doing any they, – they stop touring. Yeah. They disappear, <clears throat> and they go into the studio. Uh, and they go into uh, the studio, um, and then in 1967 – um, they released Sergeant Peppers on June 1st. So from, from this point in to, in like November, uh, uh, to, to right before they released Sergeant Peppers and they, and they start showing up, uh, there's a notorious video of like a reporter like chasing Paul down. Um, and that comes back. the reason I bring that video up is that's important. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, because they, they chase him down and he's talking about the music. And, and all of a sudden, uh, the, the way a lot of people would say is his mannerisms from 1966 to 1967 change. Um, the mannerisms of 1967 match his mannerisms of today. Mm-hmm. The mannerisms of 1966 and before are completely different. Like when he's in interviews, like, if you know, if you watch any interviews of Paul McCartney, um, even through now like you know he's oh you know and he's touching his nose and he's doing all this stuff (laughs) um and like his mannerisms were completely different in 1966
0: Hmm.
1: um no you could probably throw that up to a lot of drugs between 1966 and (laughs) 1967 um but but they are i mean they're they're very different Hmm. um so this is when things start changing so Mm -hmm. you start seeing um um you start seeing album covers that are different psychedelic um doing these things so you have this new kind of form of the Beatles so I think everyone's looking for something um yeah now um this whole rumor doesn't start um like there's a few weird things that show up like there's a there's like a fan club a letter to a fan club in 1967 and then there's, like, some weird thing in 1968. And then in 1969, there is a – and I cannot remember the name, and I can't remember the school. I I just never can. Uh, there's a school <laughs> newspaper, like, uh, in, in the United States. Um, and this guy gets a review copy of Abbey Road. And hmm. he was thinking, well, instead of just reviewing this, what if I just went crazy with it and, like, <laughs> found all these things? Right. <clears throat> so he starts – um he writes this review that is basically like this is a clue because paul is dead yeah and everyone and we'll talk about the i'll talk about the clues but this is kind of how this rumor this story started Mm -hmm. um so everyone uh starts going crazy and this uh radio host like gets this phone call it's this notorious uh radio host uh or a phone call i mean you can hear it like you can look it up you can still hear this it's rec- there's a recording of it where the guy's like hey have you heard about paul is dead or paul being dead and he's like no you're crazy that's not true he's like and that's when the guy says play um revolution number nine backwards yeah and the guy does it on the air yeah and there it is it says um turn me on dead man <laughs> and so, or so you you know that's what people hear when they when they hear that. Yeah. So you yeah, roll it exactly. back. It says number nine, number nine, number nine backwards. It says turn me on, dead man. Turn me on, dead man. Or, and and that one's pretty clear. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and it's funny too because you talk about playing records backwards. We're going to get <clears throat> to that a right little bit later because right. there's a whole um, lot of stuff around that.
1: <clears throat> so then people went crazy and they're like, let's look for clues. Let's look for um clues more clues if there's one clue there's probably lots of clues right so at the end of strawberry fields there's a thing that sounds like john saying i buried paul uh (laughs) he he has gone on record as saying he said cranberry sauce and honestly you can hear that distinctly yeah i believe that's what he said although there are other versions of it that you're kind of like maybe not i don't know because there's two or three different (laughs) versions of uh strawberry fields yeah Um, that's true but uh so then they started looking at album covers and you get back uh we'll work our way up but um sergeant peppers is is kind of that um it i mean there is no doubt that it is a funeral i mean that was the idea as they were i mean the the beatles artistic ideas we were burying the old beatles yeah and now we have this new group uh sergeant peppers is this something new we're doing new music it was a metaphor uh Mm -hmm. for what they really wanted to do um so they did that so it is a it is on the on the front of the album it is without a doubt a funeral we know this this is fact this is the artistic direction of that album Mm. now the neat thing about that uh particular or if you go further though you have i don't know 75 people in the background of the beatles there and there's all kinds of clues people find in there (laughs) but the ones that are most interesting to me is the drum um the drum acts as a tombstone it says sergeant pepper's only Hearts club band Mm -hmm. if you're looking at it as a grave it does that now this is where it gets really interesting um now it's it's also convoluted but it's interesting so if you take a mirror where it says it says sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band the lonely hearts club band you put a mirror in the middle of that Mm -hmm. uh it reflects and it says um one or 10 one one um and an arrow and that arrow is pointing to um paul mccartney and it says he died um so it actually says a date, and it, I right. I should know the date, but it's uh it's I think it's ten, and then the Roman numeral ten, and then one is what it actually reads. You can say read it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's or eleven maybe. It comes out to November, uh, and it says arrow pointing to the Paul figure, and it says he die. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is it. That is played. If you do that, it says he die. H e yeah. IE uh-huh um, <clears throat> There's also a bass guitar that's made out of flowers and it has three strings on it and it spells out or some people believe it spells out Paul question mark. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of you start seeing a lot of um, the idea of the number three right <clears throat> as opposed to four from this point forward you see um, you see the three strings, uh, magical mystery tour, um uh in this one it was weird The magical mystery tour it's he gives a description of the of the movie and it says once upon a time there lived four or five um wizards Uh and and it was just like that four or five um and you see a lot of that numer uh the the number three i'm trying to think uh there's there's some more um i'm losing it uh, oh the back of the abbey road cover there are dots that if you t- draw a line between them it says three and it's right in front of Beatles. it says three mm-hmm. Beatles. um in uh the yellow submarine in the sea of holes um you only see uh uh you see two paul mccartneys at one time um That's right. Uh, and it's, the only he's the only beetle that you see uh twice at the same time right um on the magical mystery tour on the cover it has paul sitting at a desk and it says i was you um <laughs> uh, there's all kinds of weird little things like that but right. um back to sergeant peppers there's a bloody driving glove on a uh, on like this doll's knee uh and it, there's also a white um aston martin which is what he drove mm-hmm. um <clears throat> he was a big fan of uh, aston martin's so and he drove a white aston martin Um, And then you open the cover up. uh, You have all the Beatles facing forward except for Paul. Um, You have George pointing to Wednesday morning at five o'clock. Like, so there's there's things like that. You've got uh, the inside um, the album sleeve. The record sleeve uh, was was red and it was the only Beatle albums. And I think it was red and white. I think it was red like almost like dripping down onto right, the right right um it's the only album that had red on it the only uh album sleeve that was any different than anything else mm-hmm. um uh yeah so you get you get all of those um those kinds of uh things in there um some subtle some not oh and then the OPD pro- officially pronounced dead um that's been proven that it it was a badge for a, like a canadian fire department or something uh, although okay. some people say that um uh, Billy Shears or William Campbell is the person that were uh, that uh, replaced him and he was actually Canadian. Um, I'm not sure where the William Campbell name came from. Um, um, but there's there's it, it's the name that always sticks um, there's because uh, William uh, goes for Billy. Yeah. Um one of the neat things is Paul did a live album in I don't know the nineties and it has P and then uh, he's jumping with his bass and that makes the A and then it says U L L. Right. If you do the mirror thing on that, it actually spells out Bill. <laughs> <clears throat> so so it just it keeps going and it's it's very very interesting. Now one if of the I, things if also I were Paul in this- though,
0: if I were Paul, I would keep it going myself. Like, intentionally. yeah, absolutely. You know, I would do these things. So if people are intent on putting a mirror against my album cover, that it'll spell something insanely crazy.
1: <laughs> well, he did. Well, one of his albums, I uh, haven't talked about Abbey Road yet. One of his albums right. is him walking a dog across. And in the uh, in mm-hmm. the car, the uh, he has the Volkswagen Beetle there. Uh, and it says, uh, I don't know, whatever age he was now, because um, yeah. that said 28 if on the other one if he hadn't died he would be
0: 28 Yeah. so that whatever age it was 49 now yeah that that was one of the live albums that was um and i can't remember the name of it now but that's one of my favorite live (laughs) albums yeah um
1: so it just keeps going and the rabbit hole just i mean you can i mean you dig down uh there's a um a YouTuber or not a YouTuber so much as these videos that mysteriously show up Mm -hmm. called the Winged beetle, uh, called, and the, the, the user is called, um, a Paul corpse. Um, (laughs) and they lovely, they they dig it. Uh, they dig way down. Um, And there's a lot of, and there's a lot of conspiracy. There was conspiracy that, um, Mal Evans, um, who was their road longtime roadie, uh, if I'm, I might not be mal evans no i think it's mal evans um there are two guys there's oh, neil Aspinall and then mal evans it was mal evans um he claimed to have written paul uh sergeant peppers with paul and paul mm. always said he would give him credit yeah um and the story with him goes is he at paul had finally admitted or like had told him he was going to come out and give him credit mm-hmm. and then like that night he gets killed Right, so right, it's this this whole like, and and it's all connects back to that Paul is dead thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because because basically the the thought goes that he was like, I'll I'll tell them that you're not Paul, and and then he ends up dead, right? Of course. Um, uh, <clears throat> so uh, so it goes on. You've got uh, the uh, another th- symbol that goes over is the hand over the head, uh, which is a symbol that apparently. Uh, means death in some cultures. Um it's one of those things that I've looked up and I can't tell you what culture it is. Um they, there's the other thing that keeps coming up in this legend is that a walrus, the idea of a walrus, uh also stands for death in some cultures. Hmm. Um, but I can't find what cultures that is. No one ever yeah. can tell you. They always yeah. end it with in some cultures. Um <laughs> and that said though, I would imagine uh at that time, uh, Paul was really into some avant-garde stuff. Uh, he was hanging out at the Indica club, at the Indica gallery. Uh, they had, there was the bookstore there. It may have also been the Indica bookstore. Uh, and they were getting all this like weird literature. And it sounds like the kind of thing that Paul himself would have come across mm-hmm. like if it stood for that, <clears throat> that even he would be like, let's, let's just, Screw people. Uh let's just screw with people <laughs> and let's um let's like add some of this weird stuff in. Um so um there's that there was the the um what's it called the uh magical mystery tour. He's the only one with a black rose. Um mm-hmm. sergeant uh Yellow Submarine album cover has the hand over the head again. Um the white album is set up like a hymn, a hymn book like the lyrics in it you open it up it's set right. up like a, like like hymns in a catholic church <clears throat> um then there's some stuff that's just outright talking about car wrecks like they start talking about car wrecks in their music yeah at this time so yeah. you've got um you've got the obvious one which is uh a day in the life yes um he blew his mind out in a car hadn't noticed the light has changed um some people say that uh lovely rita was also the girl that he picked up It was supposed to have been the hitchhiker that's right um right
0: but even Uh, if you got um, even if paul had survived though it's not unusual (coughs) that had gone through that experience that that would influence you know some of the writing you know right so it's tenuous at best
1: right right um so uh uh the Ringo song on the white album uh don't pass me by um uh says you were in a car crash and you lost your head uh and the story goes he was decapitated um then I think there's a George Harrison song uh, that kind of talks about being um having a wreck um in uh is it Blue Jay Way um there's a fog upon LA my friends have lost their way um it kind of has this ominous feeling Mm -hmm. there also um uh what else um yeah so it just I mean it just did you dig so deep into this and there are some people that have dug incredibly deep into these these thoughts these uh concepts these clues yeah um Uh, in into that uh, as well one of the more recent things that have has come up and this one's weird Um, so I'm going to start with this part and then I'm going to go backwards so um, no I won't I'll start here Um, so I talked about that that interview right before um, Sergeant Peppers came out so in that interview there's a part where Paul it scratches his nose and goes like this And his mustache comes off on his hand. Like, you can see the video of it. It exists. So inside Sergeant Pepper's, uh, there is a cutout of a mustache. Like, Mm. it came with it. It was uh, to be Sergeant Pepper or whatever. It was one of the things. Right. Um, If you take the Sergeant Pepper's reprise, play it backwards, it actually says the whole chorus is, it was a fake mustache. I like, guess it was a fake mustache. It was a fake mustache. It sounds <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um. Then, so let's fast forward <laughs> to, uh, I don't know, the uh, 2002, probably. You remember the, the album Love mm-hmm. uh, that came out with the Cirque du Soleil thing? Yeah. Yeah. George Martin remixed that, all those songs together. And he right. said, uh, there is a code in the album. Like there, he's like, there is a code in this album. It means something, whatever it means. (laughs) So again, love, if you take a mirror and you put it in the middle, it actually spells out code. But in the O, there's the shape of a mustache. (laughs) 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 So, wow. So I say all that to say, and and Abbey Road, there's some obvious things in there too. You've got the order that they're walking. He has bare feet. Um, Some people say it symbolizes uh, John's in front. It's John Ringo, Paul, George. Um, John's in front. He's the angel. He's wearing all white. He takes the body. No, it's John Paul, Ringo and George. Um, Paul is the corpse. His cigarette's pointing down. His shoes are off. Um, his eyes are closed Ringo is uh is the preacher or the person that does the service and then George is wearing jeans and he is the undertaker yeah um that album has the the, I've already mentioned the the Volkswagen Beetle uh that says 28 if right uh, or no uh L L M W which stands for Linda McCartney weeps um (laughs) 28th um speaking of linda mccartney that's weird too uh he was engaged to jane asher in 1966 right Uh, there was apparently an engagement party uh for them and he came with linda eastman to their his engagement party and everyone and there, uh, there are stories there are stories that say um uh that say they're like why isn't paul with jane Uh and uh someone told uh, it was someone in the it would have been in the known because oh no that's a different paul um oh yeah there's all kinds of weird stories like Uh that uh also that people are like oh well they heard this they heard that Uh um You can dig this down. This digs down into that like rabbit hole of Satanism and all that too. If you want to dig it that way, there is, it is weird. I mean, the connections they've made connections to Paul McCartney and uh, Charles Manson like through this, it is just, um, and that connection is strange. I mean, there is this weird connection because he did, um, he always wrote Beatles song lyrics in, in, in the blood mm-hmm. of his victims, or with his people, did right, um, right. One of the ones he did was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All good children come to he- uh, go to heaven. Um, now that is a, a British thing. Uh, it's not a, an original Beatles thing. Right. But he was doing all Beatles songs. That song didn't come out to a year after that was on the door. Um, so it is coincidental, hmm. or six months maybe. It was time yeah. after. Yeah. people shouldn't have heard that song yeah so there's weird the whole thing is weird right i mean it's just a weird thing uh, that exists and like i said people dig really far down into the rabbit hole of the paula's dead mythos Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean i obviously have right i mean well all these things um (laughs) Uh, I'm not sharing my PowerPoint presentation today, but uh, but I have one. Um, well, so, you know, we should have thought of that. We should have just done a whole hour. Oh, I, on should, have. That I and, should have. I should right, have done it. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 bizarre. It's strange. It's intriguing. It's a cool
0: fiction, right? Uh, if nothing else. Exactly. So what is it that <clears> got you so interested in it? What was it? When when were you first encounter the Paula's dead theory? And what was it that got you so interested in digging into it so i heard about it a long time ago i think my dad told me about it It was like oh you know this is
1: so and and he's he's interested in the the same way i am weird things like that and he's like oh let's find the clues and and all those things so i was kind of always aware of it Then i I have a friend a very a very good friend who we always was kind of like go back and forth and talk about it um and And then it got to be where I just really started enjoying that. And then I found this, this YouTube video that I mentioned and Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, that's cool. I like that stuff. I'll I'll watch it. (laughs) And I just fell down the rabbit hole and it is truly a rabbit hole. Like you watch one then you're like, Oh, I'll watch something else. And then I'll go find this. And then I'll look at this. And Mm -hmm. then I'll listen to the fireman album that Paul McCartney put out in like 99. And then it'll take you to this, to this it's, Right. Um, right. there's there's all these weird connections with um Alistair Crowley. Uh that that they there's like these portraits that connect and he's on the Sergeant Pepper's cover. And there are people who have made all these weird connections, and um it is fascinating. Mm. It's just it is just I I can't tell you when. I just started I, I know yeah. I read a book about it in high school. Yeah, uh, that, that book's called The Walrus's Paul. Um and, or no, I was, I guess I was in college and then I always liked it. And then I've just kind of gone on and on and
0: mm-hmm. <clears throat> kept, kept up with it. Right. It's a good subject matter. <clears throat> I mean, it's really fascinating. Um, <clears throat> it's just ripe
1: with yeah the things people find. I mean, people exactly. find uh, even when you're like, Oh, I think I've I've gotten everything out of that album. Someone will be like, Oh no, it, it says this. And people found, um, really interesting things. Now, one of the interesting things is, is, um, I can go back to albums before 1966 and find Paula's dead references, right? If sure. I, if I wanted to, right. I mentioned the yesterday and today album, he's in a box in that album in that American right. picture album picture, he's in a box. Um, so you can say, Oh, well, you know, the Paul McCartney's in, but that was before he supposedly died. So uh-huh. You can make anything out of anything. Um That's very true. We can go into, I mean, there's there are other songs that if you play them backwards, it says things, but uh, number nine is the is the most obvious. And then um the, the it, was, it was a fake mustache thing is relatively new. And one of the things that people so this is this is true. Um there was uh for Beatles Anthology 2, um, it was scheduled on someday. Uh, whatever day it was scheduled to release on, but it was pushed back like two months. And the story goes, uh, Paul McCartney ordered all of the albums destroyed. Uh, and I think that's true. I don't think that's a rumor. I think he he was the one that wanted that done. Yeah. Uh, that they were all destroyed and they had to be repressed. And then it came back. out. It was released two months later. Or I don't know, mm-hmm. four months later. Mm-hmm. Um, the story that a lot of people kind of go on is that um uh they were gonna play uh one of the tracks was going to be It was a fake mustache, which was (laughs) the Sergeant Pepper's backwards was gonna be a track on it. And there are people who swear to that that swear (laughs) that is the reason they were destroyed and he got cold feet. Uh the the fake Paul uh got cold feet because the other thing that keeps coming up in this is that he wants to tell people but he uh-huh, can't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. um, um, another thing that's weird is there is a a lady whose mom has claimed for I don't know, 60 years that she was the illegitimate child of Paul McCartney. Um, and she looks like Paul McCartney. She was from uh-huh. Liverpool from the old the old days, and um they've had blood tests done, and uh the 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 person who's claiming to be his daughter has um basically says well they keep sending it he won't come to us and they they keep sending a body double they keep sending the blood in and it's a double it doesn't match Mm -hmm. i mean i sure maybe she's just uh, probably she's just not his daughter right but i mean this mom this parent her parent was like 100 like you are paul mccartney's daughter There you go. I mean, like, and she's had blood tests done and it keeps coming back negative. So if he's not (laughs) Paul McCartney, then it wouldn't come back. Right. Right. So a lot of people use that in evidence. Um, So, I mean, I I think that's kind of thin. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there is it is it is really fun to um, to kind of think about, think through that.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's interesting. I I think of parallels between this and the movie yesterday where it's a reality in which the Beatles never existed, but one guy remembers them and sets himself up as this character who has written all these amazing songs, but it's because he remembers these songs that no one else is aware of, and he struggles with whether or not to come out, you know, to tell people. And I I absolutely loved that movie. But when I saw it, I kept thinking about this this whole plot you know (laughs) did you see it i haven't seen it yet Um, so i know i know i keep hearing it and
1: i i'm horrible for not seeing it (laughs) i keep holding out on a really good beatles
0: biopic i know I'm Mark McCray, the author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives. And if you're not listening to our podcast, then you're missing out on amazing interviews with... Larry Houston. Tom Tatawanovic. Keone Young. Michael Swanigan. Ned Hastings. Bill Gallier. Dan Gilvazan, Rob Lamb. And so many others. Kick back and let Dan Clink and I peel back the curtain on the animation industry. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast can be found on the ESO Network and all podcasting platforms okay so we talked about paul um and being the beatles there are lots of other rumors are surrounding the beatles (coughs) yeah and uh there's one about the death of john lennon yeah tell us about that
1: yeah so um there is so the death of john lennon is is strange i mean it has come out now uh at first um the murderer i try not to say his name it's just better that way because um he uh he wanted uh, he was mentally ill That's kind of the way they explained it right and yeah since then he's kind of come out and said that he was a he was wanting to be famous and he knew he would always be famous and that's why you don't say his name right because you give into that a little bit yeah <clears throat> so um so he wanted to be famous um however the weird thing about this is the thing that he did was uh, he killed? He killed John Lennon and he shot him. Uh, shot six bullets. Um, I think mean, hit him five times. Um, goes and sit that sits down, waits for the cops to arrive, and he's reading Catcher in the Rye. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that <clears throat> is interesting because um, there's another famous shooter who also loved Catcher in the Rye. Uh, and that is – I don't know this guy's name. I just I, – I'm not saying it for any reason. I just – I don't know his name. Um, and that is the the person who shot um, Reagan uh, when yeah, Reagan yeah. was shot. Mm-hmm. He also was obsessed with Catcher in the Rye. What we know about – what what little we know about Project MK Ultra, which was a CIA project where they used drugs and things like that to control people, is um, they would use triggers. They would use triggers to um, – um control their their victims. And uh Catcher in the Rye was a known trigger from that project that project. Uh-huh. So there is there is thought there are people who believe that John Lennon was killed by the American government. Uh-huh. Um he was seen as problematic. Um he was seen as a peacenik Uh he was seen as someone who had a lot of control over the youth, even in 1980. Um <clears throat> and they 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 had tried to kick him out of the country and failed, uh, so eventually the thought is well, maybe they just killed him.
0: Uh- <laughs> yeah, it's interesting so, yeah. Um, about Lennon's murder because there's so much more to it than that. Um, right. The killer, uh, okay, so it, it comes down that at the time. Uh, David Bowie was uh, in a play. Mm -hmm. He was doing the the title role in The Elephant Man. And uh, Mm -hmm. so the murder takes place right before uh, John and Yoko are uh, supposed to be attending a performance. So they, of course, have front row Mm -hmm. seats. And because, you know, Bowie and Lennon were friends from way back. And so, you know, Bowie is doing this performance in front of two empty seats one of them because one of his best friends has just been killed and um the killer apparently had a hit list and Bowie's name was second on the list wow yeah i with, didn't know that with with John with John's name crossed <clears> out like i've got my first one and and so that was like a you know that was not a conspiracy theory this is actual a, a, right. a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah but it's weird you know that that kind of connection between the two of them, you know, because they, they had worked. I, together. I didn't know that. I had, I had never heard that. Isn't that interesting, though? They had worked together so many times. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Lennon appeared on Bowie's um, Young Americans album. They co-wrote Fame. Uh, Bowie covered Across the Universe. There's all these connections. and And Bowie's name was the next one on the Killer Who Shall Not Be Named list. <laughs> I think that's just weird. That is
1: really weird, um, and the other thing is I mean the the kind of notorious part is he actually had John Lennon sign his album before he mm-hmm. murdered him, like five hours before or whatever, yeah, um so there's and and like one of the last pictures of John Lennon alive, maybe the last picture is with his murderer, yeah, um, so it's it's just that's a whole other episode, I think i that. That's one of those things I think a lot about. I think a lot about uh that I I I wasn't even born when that happened. I was right. born a year later. Um uh but still it just it it's had a lot of impact on me. Um yeah. I'm kind of I kind of lean towards McCartney stuff, but I love John Lennon and and what he did and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So yeah, and, and my conspiracy mind does go. I'm like, oh, I wonder what what, <laughs> what was really going on there. Right uh now have you heard the story about the band klaatu i yes i have heard this i heard this a few months ago and i looked it up and i was like how how did they mistake this but yes, but
0: tell us the story well it's interesting uh uh klaatu was a a british uh prog band and um somehow it came out that they were actually the beatles reformed and that uh, this was a new secret Beatles project. Even though there's no real connection other than the album was released on Capitol, which was the Beatles uh, American label. And maybe there was some similarity in sound. Some, not a lot, but a it's little just,
1: maybe it's, it's, it it's, very it's a
0: crazy story. <laughs>
1: yeah. And people, and, the, and I think the thing is they didn't deny it. Well, they yeah. also didn't say it was true. Right. Right. Um, so that was they were kind of riding that uh,
0: riding that wave. I think as best they could. Um, there was another band uh, that came around in eighty three, four, eighty five, something like that, um, called Kingdom Come, and uh, they had a very Zeppelin kind of sound, and there was this whole marketing campaign around them. So not a conspiracy theory, but there was a marketing campaign that basically. Led listeners to believe that this unnamed band was a reformation of Led Zeppelin. So I don't know if the Klaatu thing is a marketing ploy, you know, that they were just trying to pass this off to get more attention for the release of the debut album, because that's exactly what happened with Kingdom Come. Their first album is a great album, it's so good, and there's definite Led Zeppelin influences on it, but the marketing was intentional, you know, that they didn't say, they released this song, they didn't say who the song is by, they they left, you know, sort of the question in listeners' minds, who could this be? And of course, the obvious thing, based on the sound of the, the song, was Led Zeppelin, that that it, it was at least somewhat convincing. So not a conspiracy theory, but it's something that uh, sort of ties back to that Klaatu thing crazy At, yeah absolutely
1: it's it's um you know if you have a good thing and you can make some money on it
0: um <laughs> i know right yeah, right i mean you're not claiming you are but you're also letting it ride but there are so many <clears throat> beatles influenced bands or albums that could have done that same thing right you know yeah and some of them maybe should have i don't know <clears throat> um so uh you mentioned playing albums backwards so let's talk yeah. about backward basking yeah absolutely oh my gosh so throughout Jeez. the 80s uh this rumor that you can play albums because you know back in the day when you had a turntable you could spin it backwards with your finger and you could make it you know you could hear what a, an album sounded like in reverse and backward masking was that there are satanic messages that are hidden so that when you play it forward, the way the song should be, it it sounds like part of the song. But when you play it backwards, you can tell that it's a message, some kind of like hidden text that is, you know, supposed to influence the mind of the listener. And so there was I, a. I find this fascinating. <laughs> yeah, there was a movie, um, like a,
1: um, a a Christian propaganda film uh, called Hell's Bells. Uh, and and the whole um the whole thing was about this right it was mm-hmm. about how the satanic messages in backmasking yeah um and that's uh like I had heard that because
0: you get uh, stairway to heaven yeah uh, it's the big one that you always hear about right yeah um, but even even played forward stairway to heaven got accused of having all kinds of satanic you know references and being uh plagiarized uh oh, but that's exactly. a whole other
1: thing yeah <laughs> <clears throat> um yeah so back masking is a huge thing in rock and roll i mean you name it i mean someone's been accused of it right right um so yeah uh there's a lot of things there um i think uh led zeppelin i think is the most notorious when we think about it but mm-hmm. I already said the beatles um i i can't even i mean
0: I'd probably kiss I, I i don't know but Well, there are a number of conspiracy theories about KISS, but I don't think backward masking is one of them. Um, But Styx, uh, on the Paradise Theater album, the song Snowblind, which they now pretty much say was about cocaine use. But at the time, it was, uh, you know, supposedly if you spun it backwards, you would get, and I can't remember what the quote was that was supposed to have been said on the album, but it was something satanic. And it's like sticks of all bands, you know, you're gonna accuse of Satanism. So if you can accuse sticks of it and find evidence of it, you'll find it anywhere, you know.
1: So the <laughs> same thing I was I was thinking back, the Paul's dead thing, another one that is that backward masking thing. There's there's one of the song and my brain is going blank. Uh, I don't remember what it is, but uh the end of it, there's some murmuring and you hear it. And if you play it backwards, uh it says Paul's a dead man, missing missing. hmm um, and that was sergeant pepper's also but i don't remember maybe it was maybe it was magical mystery tour uh, mm-hmm. oh no it was um it was on the white album uh i can hear it and then it goes into uh, rocky raccoon uh, but oh, i can yeah, the song that is is that
0: song um so yeah there's <laughs> uh it's everywhere oh exactly uh so you mentioned kiss so there are a couple of really good conspiracy theories about kiss the first one being and you know i was a kiss fan growing up in the 70s so i heard all these things the first one is that of course kiss stands for you know knights or kings in satan's service that they were satanists and they were coming for your children and all this kind of stuff um they were going to teach them all to play dungeons and dragons were uh (laughs) right um and, you know, that was that was kind of silly, but it was, you know, parental fear for these characters who came out dressed in these outlandish. I mean, you know, it's not unusual to see things like, you know, Lady Gaga and all this kind of stuff. But when Kiss was doing it, it was basically Kiss and Alice Cooper who were doing these kind of things. And that was about it. David so it Bowie was a little bit, I guess. Kind but, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the one thing the one uh, sort of urban legend that surrounds kiss back in the day in the seventies, that is interesting. And uh, I found out is Gene's favorite rumor about him and about the band is that uh, his tongue is not a real tongue. It's actually a calf's, a a cow's tongue grafted on. So I've heard this. Yeah. And the other thing is that it's uh, it was insured for a million dollars with uh whatever the big insurance you know company is in london that does all the artworks and the museums and everything um his, so tongue, that's was? his tongue oh because that was his greatest asset <clears throat> you know there's another kiss uh
1: thing and this one might be true uh so it uh, i'm it may not be an urban legend it might be true but it, mm-hmm. it's weird regardless mm-hmm. is uh, marvel comics number one it is true okay is that true <laughs> yes they uh they Marvel comics did a kiss comic book and it had uh it was the ink was laced with their their blood
0: or blood yeah the red ink the red ink yeah yeah and there's photos (laughs) of them and who knows if it's actually their blood but i mean there there's like footage of them like getting like blood drawn and all this kind of stuff and so you know they there's these photos of them with these little vials and they dip them into but you know the the ink vat was right huge because they're printing like a million copies of this comic book and so it would have you know it would not have like affected right. the structure of the ink or anything like that but yeah supposedly so now there is a rumor around that that the same uh vat of ink got used for um an issue of uh sports illustrated so that kiss's <laughs> blood ended up in sports illustrated as well <laughs> but i don't i'm sure that is not true <laughs> right right um, so, OK, uh, thinking about the 70s, one of my absolute favorite stories. Uh, and this was sort of legitimized with a uh, sort of documentary that came out uh, on the radio. And that was the song Love Roller Coaster. Right. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, a great tune. Um, I loved it at the time. And there's a part in the in the bridge in sort of like the the instrumental uh, breakdown where you hear a woman scream. Now, you know, when you hear the song, your assumption is that she's riding a roller coaster and you're going down a right. you know, a steep, you know, incline or decline and you know how you you do, you scream when you go down. And that's all it was intended to <clears> represent. <throat> but the story is that in the studio next to where the band was recording, a woman was murdered. I love this story. And the the really interesting thing is that I mean this this circulated quite a bit and it was talked about by DJs. And you know, there was a there was an hour-long special that was it was a radio special and it was done to investigate the story or whatever. It was so stupid. But you know, I was a kid at the time and I was fascinated by it. I didn't really think that it had happened, but the possibility that it happened. <clears throat> and, you know, cause I, I loved, uh, things that would scare me, you know, so, when I was a kid so and
1: this is the same kind of thing that uh, this isn't music related, but, uh, there's a similar story in the wizard of Oz, right? there is that's true. always made me think of that story yeah that one of the uh the, the actors playing one of the munchkins hung yeah. themselves in the wizard's yeah. lies and it comes down and yeah it's obviously not if you look at it it's just like oh i see what you're saying there but no um right or an electrician hung uh, fell down and was mm-hmm. hung or something but it's uh that story always like those two stories cross for me because they are so similar because it's an accidental pickup of something so sinister. Right. I mean, that's right. And I would listen. And I would Now The question is, was Phil Spector in the
0: other room? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, it's possible, (laughs) (laughs) but it's so funny because I would listen to that (laughs) song after hearing all this rumor about it. And then hearing that little uh, radio documentary, that sort of like, I mean, it never said, you know, this is false. It never really said it was true either, but it left the question open. And every time I listened to that song, that little scream would creep me out. (laughs) I absolutely loved it. That is super fun, man. It is. Love it. Um, You were telling me about Hmm. one about uh, Avril Lavigne, which I had not heard before. Tell me this.
1: Yeah, this one, one of my students, told me this because i was talking about the paul is dead thing and they're like oh well that's like avril levine and i don't know anything <laughs> about avril levine i'm not a, I'm a huge fan i'm kind of familiar right. I remember when she first came out uh because i'm old and crotchety <laughs> alan i'm i'm getting are old. you know um, I, I, I know you uh, are about dr who <laughs> yeah 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 so um <clears throat> so the story uh goes that uh, avril levine had a body double like uh, and this is fairly well known like she would show up and like if she didn't want to do something if uh, i uh-huh. heard that, i don't know how true this is i don't know how true any of this i'm just telling you the story I heard. yeah <clears throat> um and uh she went through a lot of depression and so she would send the body double to events she didn't want to go to um and then the story comes that she the avril Levine died and the body mm. double took her place. Mm-hmm. And the body double had been uh dating uh the Nickelback guy. uh, And then eventually they get married because Avril Levine is married to him or was mm-hmm. at one time. I don't follow it. Right. Um, And so it's very Paul is dead. Right. Um, but it's like with this person that did exist, like there was a body double and that body double like can't be found now. Like, and like they have a name, mm. they know who it is, but like, she like just became avril lavigne interesting Um, and avril lavigne either died the story goes either just died or by suicide one and right
0: she just took her but that again craziness right um I don't know. I think if there was a, a a body double who took her place, the body double could have done a better job with maintaining Avril's career because, <laughs> well, maybe you know, that's why, maybe she, uh, she didn't sing, right. Uh, so she just needed to just. <laughs> Cause you, you know, she was huge for a while and, and right. I know she's continued to record here and there, <laughs> you know, and an album came out not too long ago, but you never hear anything about Avril Lavigne anymore. Right. And that's, you know,
1: that's, that's one of the most modern kind of things that, that I've heard like this kind of thing. Um, Yeah. The other one, the other one that's kind of in the same vein is that the, (laughs) I was joking about this with one of our friends a few years ago, uh, Josh. uh, And, and he was like, what are you talking about? And then he, he like heard a thing and he was like, Oh, people really believe this. Um, And it is that the MTV music awards is a satanic rite. Oh, I have not heard this. <clears throat> yeah. So if you hmm. look at the MTV Music Awards, there is always a sacrifice of some sort. Maybe not physical, but there is some some hmm. something that represents sacrifice. Um, there are always like candles. Hmm. Uh, there are always like it does this thing. Um, uh, one of my friends was telling me about this, and I, I was like, ah, that's crazy. And I looked it up, and it's true. Like, there's this thing that like always comes up right before it comes, like when it goes to commercial and comes back it's these checkered uh, black and white checker thing. And it goes like this and then it comes back. Okay. It was like, you can like count for when that's going to happen. You're like, it's going to come mm. to a checkerboard. Okay. We're back. And it was just like, and that has something to do with it. But yeah, the MTV music award is a satanic, right? Uh, and it Interesting. is Um There is, there is always a sacrifice. There is always uh, something like that. And then, you have Katy Perry's uh concert at that, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. That was very obviously like like it was it felt like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you you like it like legitimizes it a little bit. I mean, the yeah. like consp- it's just like, well, fine, sure, now you're gonna do that. You know, Lady <laughs> Gaga coming in the egg, or what I think that was in TV Music Award, which represented something, and there was this whole thing about about it, but uh yeah. But I was joking with Josh. I was like, oh, yeah, Satanic Rites. He's like, oh, you're crazy. And then like the day after, he was like, people really believe this because it started like <laughs> showing up in
0: feeds. Right. Um,
1: oh, that's yeah, hilarious. It, is,
0: it is bizarre. That's one I had not heard before. And I'm uh, I'm studying <clears> up on MTV because the 40th anniversary is coming up and I'm going to be doing a special show about that. Well, look up about MTV that. Music
1: Awards Satanic Rites
0: because I will. it's a thing um that's hilarious that, that people believe okay so another mm-hmm. uh good one of that i really like is about super tramp and they're uh, uh, i don't think i know this one i, I know super tramp but i don't it's, know it's really interesting their biggest album was called breakfast in america mm-hmm. so the album cover is um you're you're basically on a a plane in a seat at a window and you're looking out over the uh, new york skyline and you see the twin towers and uh, the, the idea is that they predicted 9-11 because uh, when, you, when you're looking at it, um, the, you see the, the twin towers and the name Supertramp above it, but the, the towers sort of partially obscure the U and the P in super. And if you look at it backwards, then the partially obscured U, it looks like a 9 and an 11. And then on the back of the cover, there's a plane flying towards the uh, Twin Towers, and the album is called "Breakfast in America." The the plane crash happened at breakfast time. So oh, I hadn't heard that. That is, uh isn't that's that crazy? Insane. Yeah, I mean that's one of those. You know, hmm. mirrors apparently can reveal all kinds of things that were right. never intended to be there. <laughs> but i love that one i think that's crazy and of course it's you know they say it's not true because how could it be but right i I think it's fascinating that you you, that you can find these things you know well like i said earlier you can read anything into
1: anything right exactly right like you can you can be like oh that that's crazy you know someone went to a kiss concert and was like that has to be a cow tongue right and then it went (laughs) it's like and then they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and it right. moved from that has to be a cow tongue – right. cr- that thing's crazy – to
0: Gene Simmons has implanted a cow tongue into his mouth. You know, it's funny because uh, you can sort of see where <laughs> Knights in Satan's service comes up because parents are afraid of the imagery and the, the cor- <clears throat> possible corruption of their children. And, they and come that up was with during his- the satanic panic of, exactly. the, of the 80s and the late 70s. And right. yeah, I mean – but but where does the cow tongue thing even start? Like that's but just I'm telling you it crazy. Crazy. it's crazy. Like that has to be a cow tongue, you know. Just, <laughs> just you know, and then it just. Why it's funny? Not, right? It's funny that something like that gets so. Uh, <clears throat> peripheral, or if you know? that's
1: Gene Simmons' favorite, maybe he just started it. Maybe that's he was possible. like,
0: he's like, yeah, you know what? It's a cow tongue, and then, it just like went out from there. You know, Gene Simmons is a marketing genius. Maybe that was his first, you know a uh, foray into the marketing world of how to get kiss famous was to start rumors like that and get press out of it. Yeah. It's, it's insane. All right. We got a, there are so many stories about this stuff, man, but uh, we've only got a couple of minutes left. Do you have any last one that you can throw at us? No, I think, I mean,
1: there's, there's some stories that say like none, like all the Beatles were different people. Like that <laughs> there was like, there's like been like 20 different, representations God. of each beetle yeah but i can go all day on beetle
0: ones but I, I can't think of any other ones true i mean you know there's i've got there's ones like uh jimmy hendrix was murdered by his manager there's um uh, the the crazy one is that bowie and this is actually i'm going to do this one this is so bizarre bowie predicted kanye west <laughs> on the cover of um the Ziggy Stardust album. He's standing on Mm. a street, um, by a a light pole and a, you know, the, the line of a building and above the doorway that he's standing by is a sign that says K dot West. Now that's not a whole lot to go on, but the first song on the album is called five years. And it's about, um, earth is, Mm. um, about to be destroyed, and the only the only thing that will save us is if you know this uh, rock and roll sort of Messiah. It's this alien character Ziggy uh, comes to Earth and saves <clears throat> us. Five years later, Kanye West is born. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't that crazy. I'm sure he <laughs> loves that theory. Kanye, of West. course he does, because you know a uh, few years later, you know after Bowie died, Kanye came out with some statement about how he was the yeah artistic uh successor to david bowie and bowie fans were like uh f no you are not you know kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's a that's a crazy one but that is uh, crazy we might have to do a part two of this of this yeah. uh topic yeah absolutely so thank you very much for a fun talk about paul about the beatles about crazy stories behind rock and roll yeah absolutely We will see you guys next time. Thank you, Ashley, for hanging out. It is always a joy to have you on and talk to you. It's Always fun to be here. And uh, everybody, be safe, be cool, don't be a dick, treat people nicely, and we will see you again next time. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon, or by shopping at the Tea Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.